Hello, Plantation. Welcome to the City of Plantation's podcast. I'm Dr. J, formerly with Plantation Information Radio. Thank you for tuning in. We hope the information provided within the episodes of this podcast help keep you, your family, and your friends safe during this pandemic. So usually we record in the studio. However, with this segment, we took our recordings out to the field to the food distribution project over at Plantation Central Park, where we interviewed several key players who were involved in putting this program together. Hey, everybody. We're here this morning at Central Park on a beautiful sunny Friday where we're doing the City of Plantation's food distribution. And we're pleased to have with us to kick off this morning our own Mayor Lynn Stoner. Good morning, Mayor. How are you? Good morning. I'm a little sweaty, but I'm good. It's been an early morning for everybody, hasn't it? Has it has been an extremely early morning. A lot of setup, a lot of preparation. We want to do it right. So far, execution seems to be spot on. So kind of give us an idea of what's happening here today. What are we doing and, and why? Uh, Feeding South Florida has been having events throughout uh, several counties, and including Broward, and they s- provide the food. So you typically get um, a protein, milk, um, cabbage, bananas, pineapples type thing. And so we create a line and it's a moving line so that the food is loaded into their trunks or back of their cars um, at a perpetual pace so that we can continue the flow of traffic. Great. And obviously there's a lot of hands out here, a lot of people doing things. Who's involved in getting this all together? You know, it's, it's interesting because we always talk about our first responders, uh, fire and police, but we also have our public works and our parks and recreation department. The four of them work in tandem um, like they anticipate answering everybody's sentences. Uh, they do so well together. So Parks and Rec came out yesterday and set up all the uh, uh, tents uh and we figured out traffic flow. So it's always a team effort to put these things together. It isn't just one person or one department. So we really are all in this together. Beyond all in this together. Yes. So, so perfectly said. Yes. So maybe you can answer one other question for us. And we know you're, you're out there on the line, so I want to, you know, want to tie you up. Yeah. I'm part of that line. Um, why plantation? So many people think, well, it's, it's an affluent neighborhood. Why do we have to give out food here in plantation? But that's not really the case. This is not about poverty, is it? This no. is about taking care of each other. Right. And many of these cars are not from plantation. Um, an interesting observation was I've seen every type of vehicle here today from one that actually had twine uh, holding up fenders and, and that stuff. But I've also seen the other end of the scope, which is a Mercedes, a Jaguar, a Cadillac, a BMW. So it's all, uh, it's everybody. It's not just what would typically be uh, portrayed as uh, low income. It's everybody's in this. And Mayor, there was actually some some discussion that uh, some of the distribution is actually people coming in getting food for elderly family members and things like that. Have you heard that as well? Yes. And actually, um, council member Horland, uh, and I had a brief discussion as we were opening the gates this morning that we're now going to reach out to the 
quote, shut-ins and those that are not able to come out for whatever reason and uh, put together the same uh, packages and deliver to them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Terrific. All right, Mayor, we'll let you get back out to it. Thank you so much for spending no, a few minutes you. with thank us. Thank you and, uh, for everybody's help. We're just, every day, I, I just realized we are such a blessed city. We, we really are good together. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. We're also joined by State Representative Bobby DeVos, who played a key role in putting this entire feeding program together. So, Representative DeVos, thank you for joining us and taking a few minutes out of the line to, to chat with the, the community. No, thank you um, for, for allowing me the opportunity to uh, be here and to partner with you guys um, during this time of crisis. Uh, this is really what it's all about when we come together and this is really when we show who we are as a community and especially when we can get our not-for-profits and our local governments together and we come together as a community and and this is what it's all about so um thank you all for you know partnering in this uh, effort to bring the community together and bring in resources now you played a key role in in actually making this happen can you go over a little bit about what the steps were, what was involved in actually bringing this to plantation? Well, I think the, the first step is the willingness um, from the uh, commissioners and, and the mayor of plantation, um, specifically um, Commissioner Horland, who uh, reached out to partner with my office and say, hey, this is something that's needed. Um, absolutely, we're on the same page. And so she reached out and then our office uh, reached out to Feeding South Florida. Uh, we have a uh, existing relationship with them. Um, I've been um, with Feeding South Florida and initiatives like this, even outside of, um, you know, a crisis. I mean, you know, food insecurity is a crisis. And um, unfortunately, it happens outside of uh, a pandemic. There are people who are, are challenged for resources. So Feeding South Florida is there every day. Uh, we see things like this and put more emphasis on it when we're in a crisis, but this is a real crisis. And so having that existing uh, um, relationship really came in handy and just reaching out and saying, hey, this is what we need. This is the, the request. And I mean, just from day one, they're like, absolutely, let's do it. And as far as feeding South Florida, this isn't the only uh, food distribution site and or food distribution endeavor that Feeding South Florida engages in. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You are absolutely correct. Um, in fact, uh, you know, the number keeps growing, but I think maybe in Broward, they probably have at least a dozen or 15. Uh, I was talking to them yesterday. Uh, but it, it's a lot. And I mean, it's South Florida. So, you know, not only Broward County, Miami-Dade, I mean, we're, you know, in that tri-county area, um, but they have where they have sites like this. They've also been very creative in um, giving uh, food boxes that can be delivered to seniors who can't necessarily get in a car. And I know today we're being very strategic about allowing people to come and pick up for those who can't leave their homes. Um, but Feeding South Florida, like I said, they, they're an organization that's around and um, they do this every day. Um, you know, I, I hope when it's all said and done that we continue to remember them and, you know, we all as a community support them. I've been on there several times 
to volunteer to help to, with some of their programs and um you know and honestly we just need to support them um just moving forward in a huge way because when we need them they're there absolutely this is a wonderful thing they've put together uh specifically for this but i wanted our listeners to really understand that this is not the only time they're engaged in ensuring that people have uh food that that need it so thank you yeah i just let me add real quick too since we're talking about what they do and i remember i used to volunteer where they would do these um backpacks that they would give to kids and low income families and they take them home but then they realize that you know you're sending one kid home to uh food food in a house where everyone needs to eat so what they've done and I've learned what I think is really cool in some of these schools they put in food pantries and where the families can come in and get food so it's not just that kid and the kid takes it home and he feeds his siblings and whoever um, so, you know, they're just doing amazing things. We really see the impact today and during this time. But I just want, you know, all the listeners to know that Feeding South Florida, 365 days a year. They're here. Excellent. Thank you. And we really are all in this together. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Uh, you know what? One, one last question. Um, so from the from the Tallahassee or the 10,000 foot view uh, and if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. Okay, but okay. how are we looking? Where are we going? What, what do you see coming down the road, you know, especially for South Florida, which has been the epicenter of this for a long time? Um, big question. Oh. So when you say, you know, what do I see? Um, what do you mean in regards to th- this this crisis we're in, legislation? But there's a lot of... So well, I, I, you know, as far as from, let's take it from the perspective of obviously the citizens. What, you know, what, what do you see happening there? What do you see with the, you know, the actual, the outbreak, management of the outbreak? Um, what's the state's, uh, feeling on where we're going? Do we see an end? Where do we see the end? What, what's the conversation up there? I, I will say it's, it's a mixed bag. Um, there are some folks who are in parts of the state who are, you know, not necessarily feeling the impact that we're feeling here in South Florida. We're considered the epic center. Um, And I think, you know, we have this reopening task force that's convening this week. And, you know, um, the um, the governor has, you know, appointed some folks. And we're 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 I think what what I think we'll see is there'll be an effort to move the state and the economy. But, you know, we and I I come from local government, so I would say all things are local. And I think this is a prime example of how we would have to address this, because what we do in one part of the state will not be the right fit for another part of the state. Um, We we are here in, in South Florida. And if you open things up, you know, you start talking about tourism, which is, you know, I mean, that's our bread and butter, but also that brings about the exposure absolutely um, right so, so it, it, it really is a tender line we're walking and it, it's a it's a it's a critical balance and and like you said the differences the demographic differences the psychographic differences between the north end of the state and the south end of the state and even central being a whole different story altogether and the issues with tourism there alone um well you know we thank you for all the work you've done we thank you for your efforts in making this happen and we thank you for representing us up there really really well uh, we really appreciate it, and, and good luck to you as we move forward. 
Thank you, and I appreciate you guys for what you're doing. Um, you guys really, and, and, and learning, too, that you wear multiple hats. I mean, I, I come from a little, our, our structure's a little different. Uh, when I was in um, local government, you know, everyone wore one hat. So, And I thought it was a huge job because you guys are the ones who are really the backbone. And, I mean, you know, I tell people you, you can't be a successful elected official without a successful team. And, um, you know, thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. We're also here with council member Denise Horland, who played a critical role in pulling this all together. And if I can call you Denise, if that would be absolutely okay. terrific. Well, thank you for joining us. It's, it's a sunny Friday and it's, you've been out there on the line and, uh, I know we don't have any video, but I would be fair to say you're a little moist. I, I'm glad we're not on video. I'm soaking wet. <laughs> it's a hot. It's a hot April. So um, again, you were critical in making this happen. Can you give us a little background on what was involved in putting it all together? Sure, absolutely. Listen, uh, we have an incredible team in Plantation, and I think in the, you know the first couple of weeks of the pandemic, there was so much going on with the stay-at-home orders, and every buddy in the city was firing on all cylinders. And as council members, we're at home and we're taking calls from businesses and, um, and residents and feeling a little bit at a loss, what can we do? So I had offered, um, I had asked uh, our CIO and the mayor, had anybody reached out to any of the feeding distribution um, organizations? And they had been having trouble getting through. So I said, let me go ahead and take that. And the mayor said, great. Um, originally, I thought that we would probably need to do something on the east side of town and looking at maybe the Jim Ward area and not quite sure how we were going to proceed. So I reached out to Representative Bobby DeBose's uh, district office because that is his district. And uh, his district aide was able to use her contacts to put me in contact with Feeding South Florida. As a lot of communities were doing at the time, uh, it was getting hard to get through because there was so much demand. So really, without their help, we, they helped to facilitate this. Uh, we were in contact with Feeding South Florida. We uh, really, just a week ago, it, it took a two, two weeks to get everything set, but last week we had a Zoom call with uh, Jason Ninemacher, uh, myself, Phil Goodrich, uh, I think Chief Todd was on that first call, and uh, Chief uh, Howard Harrison, and we planned logistics. We decided we could not do it on the east side. It would be easier and safer to get everyone through at Central Park. We could feed the most people at this location. We had a second Zoom call the following night. We brought in uh, Chuck from Feeding South Florida, gave us the logistics, and we we're good to go. So really, it's been an incredible team effort. I'm glad that I, I was able to help facilitate it. Terrific. So this isn't just a case of let's drop some food and let's have everybody come by and pick it up. There's really a lot involved here. Oh, logistically, when I tell you, and I had full confidence in our parks department and what, you know, they're incredible at putting together large events. And really, we had never done anything like this at the City of Plantation. So uh, with a few guidelines from Feeding South Florida, and I think Phil Goodrich probably reached out to a couple other cities to see, you know, if they'd had any hiccups. And I will say that when Feeding South Florida came in to drop off the truck today, they said to Phil, how many of these have you done? And he said, it's the first. And he said, this is the most organized we've seen. So really kudos to the team and to the police department for getting out here at 4 a.m. Had they not done that, it would have been a little chaotic because people started lining up at 4 o'clock this morning. So we, we keep dropping the line of we're all in this together, and really that just proves it. It does. And, you know, I, we as a city, and we all need to come together, it really is teamwork. And as we're talking about the pandemic, and we say we're all in this together, but, you know, we have a common enemy when that's the virus. It's impacting everyone differently. And we have to be conscious of the fact that some of us are home 
deciding what we're going to watch on Netflix and others are saying, how am I going to put food on the table? And that's why this was so critical. Um, I'm thrilled to see so many people out here today, but it's also heartbreaking that, that there, there are that many people in need. And speaking to that point, a lot of the people that we're seeing coming through the line, these are actually people who are coming to get food for elderly family members or individuals who are at extremely high risk, who are staying home. Uh, is that what you're seeing as well? We are. And that was something that I had said to the mayor this morning. Let's see how this goes today. I don't know that we'll have extra food. Feeding South Florida did say, listen, we'll collect the vouchers, see how many people we feed today. If we need to bring in more food next week, because we will be doing this every Friday, then we will. So I said to the mayor this morning, and she was thinking along the same lines, what are we going to do for the people that are shut in? Some people are picking up for them. So there's a couple of ideas out there. Um, Senator Nan Rich with the Broward County Commission, they have an organization that's been feeding the elderly. Uh, but there are some people that just can't get out or they don't have a vehicle. There's a couple of ideas. We could either utilize this service. Um, I'm also working with an organization called Flippany. And Flippany is, um, I put them together with some of our houses of worship so that we have some pockets in the community where they can do 50 to 100 meals. They come in, they, they train the church workers. We don't need to be on site, the city. We don't have to have the police presence. But also, perhaps we can look at something where we partner with some of our restaurants, get somebody to donate, and we take some meals to some of the residents. So I think as we get through today, we'll figure out how we can get to the people that can't make it to the park. Yeah, that's excellent. Absolutely. All right, so so we we do have future plans. We are planning to roll this out. You said every Friday, until until the need isn't there anymore. And what I like to say is, you know, the question has come up: Why plantation? It's impacting every community. Uh, we are in the center of the county, but you know, one of the things as we're working from home and talking to residents, I've been trying to help uh, some of the residents facilitate the reemployment process, which has just been so difficult. And uh, our state representative's offices have been helpful with that, trying to get through to the De Department of Economic Opportunity. So as I talk to these individuals, and you may have a husband and wife that have lost their jobs, there's been no income in five weeks, you realize the need that's in our community. Uh, so I think that this is a piece of it today that people won't have to worry about putting food on the table this week. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for everything you do. You know, you want to get back out there and help and uh, you know, get your steps in, as, as you said earlier. I heard you comment about that. Uh, you know, um, the pandemic's been a little tough. I, I've uh, put on a little weight during being at home. So I want to thank all of you, too. And I think the podcast has been terrific. It's a great way to get information out to the public. So thank you for all you're doing. Great. Thank you. Thank you. And we're also joined by Council Member Nick Sortle, uh, who's also been working the line this morning since early on. And uh, like everybody else, you came in, you're enjoying a little bit of the air conditioning, but uh, soaking wet like everybody else has been. What's it been like out there for you? Um, it, this is probably the proudest I've ever been of my city. You see people like this all working together, and it just cements overall what has been throughout this whole pandemic, the sense of team. The idea that uh, the mayor wants ideas, the mayor involves administration. As you know, police and fire, which are the gyms of our city, have been involved and not only have they handled the pandemic end but now they're jumping into the public service end and the idea is that all ideas are welcome everybody's a piece of it uh everybody wants the ideas uh, you could be you could be the guy who mows the ball fields or you could be the mayor and the idea is everybody does their little sliver and and that feeling is the feeling that's why i really wanted to do this job if it really comes down to it and so the idea that we're able to, as a team, do something to make people's lives better. 
Um, I'm going to sleep really well tonight. <laughs> so we keep going back to the, the catchphrase or the tagline, we're all in this together. Um, and this really just highlights it for the city. Yes, yes, it does. And, and it's funny because when you see that on TV anymore, you almost you almost sneer. It's almost like thoughts and prayers. Right, right. You see it on TV and you go, we will get through this. We will come out stronger. And we'll all be through, through this together. And maybe it's not just this big overreaching thing, but it's a series of single actions. So for two hours today, we make 600 people's lives better. And you build on that. And next week we do 600 more. Next week you do 600 more. And, you know, you keep, the world's 8 billion people. We can't change the world. Plantation is 100,000. Maybe. So that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Great. All right. Well, we appreciate everything you've done. We appreciate you being out here today and your leadership. And, um, you know, do your best to try and stay cool through this. Um, I guess it's going to go on for a little bit longer, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it'll, it'll keep going. And just a reminder to everybody, a couple things. One, stay informed. Uh, be, on, be on Everbridge. Be on, read the updates. And number two, don't flush the wipes, okay? You're, you're killing the utilities people. It actually, if you want to save the city money, the best way to do it is don't flush your wipes because you save on manpower. So... Great talking to you. That's a great message. Thank you, Councilman, very much. Good talking to you. Take care of yourself. You've been listening to the City of Plantation podcast. Here in Plantation, we're working hard to bring you the latest, most accurate information available about the coronavirus pandemic. Remember, if you have specific questions, you can email them to askcityhall at plantation.org. Don't forget to visit the COVID-19 page on our website and register for Everbridge for up-to-the-minute changes regarding the outbreak. We want to thank you for tuning in and taking the time to listen to the experts about how to keep yourselves, your family, and your business safe and healthy during the crisis. And don't forget to wash your hands, cover your cough, and maintain a safe distance.